I want to talk about Ozempic because where can I find it? But it's also a diuretic. So it's that? not that like it will, it's not like that you'll jab it in you and you're going to lose weight. All it does, it suppresses your appetite. Yeah, exactly. So like there are other things that, like, you know, people smoke cigarettes to suppress their appetite. Like, And I'm giving this whole spiel about Botox. I'm like, I don't know about Botox, you know, like people are taking them too young, you know, this, this and that. And she looked at me, she was like, you know, I've had Botox for the last like seven years, right? And I'm like, what? I think it's gone too far and it's become dangerous. We are now abusing diabetic purpose medication that actual patients need and are a shortage of. And if you pay attention to it, so this like new era of like very, very skinny bodies are coming about where like it's no longer about the BBLs and the fat transfers and all these things. It's like very, very skinny. Like it's like they all almost look the same because she came in to get Botox and filler on her face because what happens is it it drags your face. So everybody's face kind of looks the same and that's kind of scary. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Dima Podcast. It's Neela. And it is Adis. What's up, family? What is good? I want to give a shout out to this guy named Keith. He's our 505th subscriber. I met him on a boat in Hawaii. Keith! So shout out to you. He's in the military. Thank you for your service. My guy. If you see this, uh, welcome. Welcome, Keith. Thanks for subscribing. He was hella cool, him and his friends. Um, But I want to talk about Ozempic because where can I find it? Niels, what is Ozempic? Okay, so essentially Ozempic is a medication. It's a, it's like an insulin shot for type 2 diabetes patients. And essentially because of diabetes and it's like um, like the, the actual cause behind it can either cause weight gain or lose weight gain or lose uh, weight. So it, it's essentially for the folks who need to like reestablish their sugar intake or something. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, yeah. But I do know that it's for diabetic folks. That's the target audience. But where it gets tricky is who's using it in today's day and age, its usage, um, how it's being abused in the industry and kind of like what it's doing aftermath, like the symptoms and like causes and effects of it. Because it's essentially a medication that's for patients who have diabetes, but apparently people are abusing it for weight loss purposes, people who don't have diabetes. So it's getting kind of crazy and I'm going to use it. No, wait, I'm not, hold I'm not. the up okay i heard so i i did research on ozempic Niels in the pre-brief was sending me articles and i was like i had a, a google doc on my phone here and another thing here of a video playing in the background and i started to get acclimated on what this thing is right and what it said was i watched a good video that dr mike if you guys know dr mike is he's an awesome youtuber um doctor that kind of explains a lot of these fads a lot of these things that people are doing and says if it's like good for you or if it's not good for you so i guess what Ozempic does is, to your point, it's exactly that, but it's also a diuretic. So it's that? not that like it will, it's not like that you'll jab it in you and you're going to lose weight. All it does, it suppresses your appetite. Yeah, exactly. So like there are other things that, like, you know, people smoke cigarettes to suppress their appetite. I heard like, that it has that effect. 
But with yeah. those Zempic, I read that like it's so suppressed that after like two or three, four sips of water, you feel so full. So it has that that effect. And the reality is that pharmaceuticals are being abused on a daily basis. People abuse Adderall all the time, and they don't even have ADHD. That's another thing that suppresses your appetite. People lose so much weight on it, right? I've seen it. But it's... I don't think a lot of people... So celebrities are doing it. A lot A-listers, of celebrities. A-listers. Yeah. Like, there's rumors that Chelsea Handler... Chelsea is on, Handler she actually herself. admitted it. She admitted it. She is on it. That the Kardashians are doing it. And if you pay attention to it, so this, like, new era of, like, very, very skinny bodies are coming about where, like, it's no longer about the BBLs and the fat transfers and all these things. It's, like, very, very skinny. Like, it's, like, they all almost look the same type, like, the shape of their arms. Kardashian, Jenners, all of them, right? Everyone's, like, how they lose so much weight so fast. They're, like, very, very thin. Um, and then there was conversation around, um, there was another somebody, and then there was, this, what was it, the Grammys or something right, recently, where the host was like, I've never seen so many Ozempic users, like, they made a joke out of it, who was the guy, he was a celebrity, yeah, yeah. but, like, it's very, it's a very common known thing now that people are talking about, but it's actually fucked up because there's a shortage now for actual patients who need it, and so, like, they're abusing it to that extent, but what they're not realizing also are the causes that it's, and the effects that come with using it, yeah, you lose the weight gradually and quick, but there's there's conversation around how it changes your face. Your face starts to drag. So, like, everybody is going in. There was this plastic surgeon who talked about um, <clears throat> his patients were repetitively coming in. And he was like, I saw this patient. She was in her 30s. Um, I saw her the following month, and she looked like she was 30 pounds down. And I was like, oh, how's Ozempic treating you? He's like, I already knew. And she didn't deny it because she came in to get Botox and filler on her face because what happens is it it drags your face. So everybody's face kind of looks the same. And that's kind of scary. So they have to do. And granted, when you're celebrities and you can you can afford all that stuff, they take supplements because I'm like, how is that nutritious? Like you're not eating. So that's not healthy. But you take supplements and stuff. But it actually has like physical appearance effects. How do you feel about like the the great lengths that we're taking for beauty? Right. Because like especially in this day and age, especially in like the social media world that we live in, everything is about beauty, like all these filters and people want to look closer to filters and stuff. And they do like crazy things to their bodies. Like my girl went and got a vampire facial recently, right? Mm -hmm. Where they like take out your own plasma of your blood and then like it re-inject it all over your face and like needle, like the next day she looked crazy, but like now her face looks flawless yeah and i'm just like yo i might have to get jabbed up even though i hate needles you feel me but like a lot of people are going to great lengths for this but even if they have like adverse effects and i know a lot of people are probably gonna me up when i say like this i am not a big advocate for botox fillers all of that stuff i know like a lot of women beautiful women out there uh you know do it all the time right and i had a conversation with one of my cousins and i talked to her and i'm like and i'm giving this whole spiel about botox i'm like i don't know about botox you know like people are taking them too young you know this this and that and she looked at me she's like you know i've had botox for the last like seven years right and i'm like what and i had no i like i like as a guy i don't know i i just wasn't able to tell and she's like yeah you don't have to do it drastically you could do it in like small amounts so it like doesn't make you look creepy but like over time doesn't that build up build up and you end up looking kind of cray i think that we live in a day and age where it's become more normalized i remember a time where i only knew pamela anderson with fake boobs i couldn't name anybody else and if you knew someone with fake boobs you're like oh my god she has a boob job and now it's like you look to the left you look to the right everyone has a fake fake 
so common and it's it, whatever like it works right the impact that the trends of society has but i i do believe that those things do cause a good purpose like for the most part if you need it there are actual plastic surgery measures where people need it medically like if you go through weight loss and you need to remove skin things like that it's actually healthy right i think it's being very much abused in today's day and age it's gone way too far way too far and it has an addictive approach i imagine like if you see one thing and you like the way it looks and you see the outcome and it was so easy like it was recovery overnight, you know, like you're like, oh, what else can I do? And next thing you know, you're doing it all. And I think that for our younger generations can become very pressure uh, points. But also, again, I'm not opposed to it. I've never had Botox. I've never done filler, nothing on my face. Do I plan to in the future as I age beautifully? Maybe. I don't know. I also like am comfortable with like just natural holistic skin cares and things like that. But I do know that I'll live in a day and age where I'm like, oh, I see some wrinkles. I maybe want to fix them. That's fine. I think just to an extent gradually like in a tasteful way it's fine i think it's gone too far and it's become dangerous we are now abusing diabetic purpose medication that actual patients need and are a shortage of because we actually know someone who has diabetes um and she's used ozempic she's on it and she did say she's lost weight but she's an actual patient for it because she has the the condition and she needs it and so it does work for the folks who need it, but I think it, it can cause, and like you see all these people coming back in and they're like, you get sick from not being able to eat and then like you get nauseous. There's all these side effects. It's like, at what cost is it worth it, bro? Just take the healthy approach is my approach. For other people, they're okay with it. Yeah, and like I see people going to great lengths to achieve these like very um, ideal ways of like, I don't know, just the way they want to look, right? Like, you know, I, I recently heard that BBLs are the most dangerous procedure of like all of these things because like they can actually insert fat into the wrong vein, vein or mm -hmm. something and you're dead. It's actually one of the most common causes of death within plastic surgery is what I believe I read not too long ago. And people not only do that, they'll go to third world countries for a cheaper cost and do it. And it's much less, safe, less safety rate. So, yeah, it's it's very it's very scary. That's what I heard, bro. Like a lot of these girls are trying to like, you know, cut costs and stuff because it's a very expensive procedure in the States. Because I'm sure you need to be certified, know what you're doing, etc. So they go places like Mexico, Tijuana, Colombia, Venezuela, places like that. Shout out to all those countries and stuff. I'm sure they have advanced sort of technologies, but like, I get it, you know, because like once my hair is gone, mm -hmm. I'll go to the Turkey. You know, I'm going, I don't care where I got to go. I'll walk the ends of the earth for my. I love so it. I feel you. You feel me? I feel all the girls out there, but it's like at what cost? You know what I mean? And I, I really want to push information on the people that are doing these life altering, life changing things like, okay. If you're injecting things into your beautiful face, right? You're injecting filler, all these things. Do you know enough about it? Do you know what you're putting in your system, right? Say, but if you're like a nurse and you're in that field and like you're deciding to put that stuff in because you know, you know what it's called. You know the medical term. You know how long it stays. You know how filler. Because I didn't even know that filler migrates to it different migrates, areas. Yeah. And, and that's when I see some girls and... 
Again, no hate. You guys still look beautiful, but like the you you'll see like a little bit of chunky. It's like chunky in areas, and like their chin, like where they put the filler in their it's cheeks, so is starting to recognizable too. Even like from on the from the body front, like if you get liposuction and stuff, like everyone's waist has like those bumps, and they have like massages mm-hmm. and stuff you can do. I've done a lot of research to it because I'm not gonna lie, I've wanted to explore it in the past, and I think the idea of it is cool if you need it. And you, I don't want to dismiss insecurities, but I want to recognize insecurities that we now. have have because of what it's become you now look at people and start to see things on yourself that you never even knew about or thought about or cared about because somebody else's looks perfect and that's where it's becoming a problem that's where it becomes a risk because we are now being be, someone who's stable and content with how they look is now seeing so much of something and everybody looks this way and now they're starting to look at themselves differently and like what happened to that that confidence and I think that for me I'm out of age now like thankfully I've always been for the most part but I'm very content with how I look I'm healthy that's all that matters thank God but I feel like I can understand how it becomes very it it can draw like it's the easy way out it is the easy way out so I get that but I also want to recognize like we need to normalize more just general confidence around what we have and be grateful for that versus like understanding the fact that it's a trend bro we went from that big booty small waist look to now this very skinny back supermodel look so it's like it's constantly going to change so just be content with what you have and it doesn't need to be as serious as people take it like all their money all the things that are going towards it like put that something else is definitely not that serious it'll fade bro physical appearance will fade and as we age it gets worse i that agree filler that stuff it doesn't age gracefully I you agree. have to maintain it and then it's just like it's too much yeah and respect to everybody that has it i don't have anything against it i know my so many people that do it and i will explore it one day if i want to depending on where i'm at but i i also think that there's there should be some sort of like it's just too much yeah and like i see the point that a lot of people make with like one, if it makes you happy, do it. At the end of the day, if it helps your mental health, because the biggest proponent in all of this and like the common denominator is like your mental health and a little bit of body dysmorphia, if not a lot of a lot of body dysmorphia, because I know a, a lot of people have body dysmorphia. Me being, me being included, you know, yeah, like same. I can work out for hell long and I can look good and take a video and look sick. But like the next day, I'm just like, Damn, it could be better. Like, I do I really look like stuff like that? Like, even with my, I don't know. I just feel like I hope people are leaning towards the more healthy approach where they know, hey, or they're able to distinguish like, hey, I know this is what I'm seeing on social media all the time. And I'm comparing myself. I'm always in the state of comparison. Let me just like take a step back and look at the bigger picture. Is this body dysmorphia? Is this like me constantly comparing because of social media? And then make your decision, you know? And all the while researching and being like, all right, bro, will this migrate to different areas? How long does it stay in my body? Will this turn cancerous? God forbid. Can this, you know, because like even with um, fat transfers, when like uh, what the research that I've done, when you transfer fat to different areas, that fat can be rejected by your body because that fat was not oh, supposed to be. I was just going to gonna say that. I'm so sorry to cut you no, off. No, no. So there's this whole like breast implant syndrome also where people get this like the silicone or saline implants and they get sick for so long and they don't understand what's Why causing sick, it. Yeah. And they don't realize that their body's rejecting that that implant. And I, I've seen so many YouTube videos on because I've wanted to get my boobs done for a very long time. I still do. Like I, I probably too. will at some point. <laughs> It'll be like a gift to myself. But I'm I mean, at this point, I'm like turning 30. Like, it's not that serious to my, to, in my life anymore. But, but I've, I've done a lot of research, and I've seen a lot of young girls who 
have gotten implants and have like gone through like six months of like just being sick all these like symptoms that they can't put a put their finger on on what's causing it doctors in and out can't figure it out and it all tied back to like just that 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 chemical that that's being rejected in your body that that it's not supposed to be there bro so your body's like what's going on you know I, I saw that too, and a lot of people can't put their finger on like what's happening to their body because it doesn't really make sense. Different parts of your body are reacting to that differently. Like, okay, it would make sense like if a girl got their boobs or got her boobs done, and then like her boobs started turning purple, and then she'd be like, okay, bro, it's that. It's that. But like if she's having headaches, you know, nausea, like nausea, yeah, shivers down. Like flu-like symptoms. Flu -like That's symptoms. what it is, yeah. You know, she's probably going to think, oh, do I have cancer? God forbid. Do I have this? And then you're Googling. And then Google is telling you you have the worst of the worst. So then now, what was that condition where you, you're, you're scared of your health? Remember? Health anxiety. Health anxiety. Well, I'm a hypochondriac naturally. But I've had health anxiety because I, like, we've gone through trauma in the family. But I think that, to your point, imagine how that impacts all of our hormones, our nerves, and our body, bro. It's like a shock to your body. It's right? on, like, steroids putting, now, like, yeah. Putting external things in, in your body that's not supposed to be I there. I don't think you're supposed to put saline and silicone and yeah. all of these stuff inside your body where your, you know, your body is being regulated by its inter internal organs. You're putting random I'm still going to do it. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope everyone out there is safe. But this Ozempic though. That's wild. Let me know if y'all got it. For real? Run the check. <laughs> Run it. No, nah, but be safe. It's wild. It's what's happening. It's, it's crazy. It's really not that serious. Just go to Orange Theory. There you go. Talk to him, Niels. Where can they find us? YouTube.com slash the Dima Podcast. TDP. We out. We out.